This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, many of my clients list Social Security as their number one concern when we sit down to discuss their financial strategy and retirement goals. After all, Social Security can be a large part of retirement for many people, regardless of how well they've saved and invested. Now, as we get into our conversation, a number of folks are genuinely surprised when I tell them there are some fairly simple steps they can take to increase their monthly Social Security payment. So on today's show, we're going to highlight some of the things I discuss when I'm face-to-face with clients. But before we take a closer look at increasing your Social Security payment, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who I know loves a good Social Security conversation. (laughs) Hey, Tony, how we doing, buddy? Oh, always. Of course I do. Uh, You know that. I mean, obviously, like other people that are creeping closer to retirement, Albert, my eyes and ears perk up whenever I come across a news story about Social Security, especially what we're talking about today, how to increase those Social Security payments. A lot of folks probably didn't realize that they could get a higher amount uh, if they just uh, use some filing strategies before they file for Social Security or if they've just recently filed they can improve that. So uh, I can't wait to dig into that, but I've had a great week. How about you? Yeah, fantastic week. We were honored with our uh, president of uh, Gradient Investments to come down. We had our State of the Economy event last Thursday. Wow. Wonderful event. Michael Binger so, uh, was there? Michael Binger, yeah, yes, our, the head man. Took time out between, <laughs> you know, I see him on CNBC and Fox Business News all the time. Uh, they're you always bet. getting his opinion there. So you had him in person for your client event. That's pretty cool. We did. Everybody enjoyed well, it. Well, yeah, he's a, he's a smart guy, pretty sharp. I mean, you know, uh, if you can't get Warren Buffett, he's probably the next best thing, right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> that's it. good. Michael Binger was there. Awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, talking about what's going on with the markets. Uh, that's interesting. Um, yes. You know, it's uh, you, you have to be careful. If somebody sneezes in China, our markets here in the U.S. catch a cold, it seems. so. I tell you, some seems like it. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> talk about Social Security. I mean... Um, you said it's possible to increase your social security payment. That's interesting because a lot of the social security stories I come across are kind of doom and gloom saying it might not be here or, you know, you get a set amount and that's it. So, uh, where do you want to start? 
Well, U.S. News and uh, World Report article, uh, 10 Ways to Increase Your Social Security Payments, uh, reinforces many of the ideas and insights that I share with my clients. Uh, first, because your Social Security payment is determined by your earnings history and how old you are uh, when you sign up, you may be able to increase your monthly payment by just waiting until you're older to begin collecting. Now, continuing to work even after you're retired from your previous career and negotiating pay raises throughout your working years are also ways to enjoy a larger Social Security payment. Well, and like so many other things in our lives, Albert, I think maximizing your Social Security payments probably comes down to timing. Am I right? Oh, that's absolutely right, Tony. Uh, the length of your career also matters a great deal for your eventual payment. Uh, it's critical to work at least 35 years because your Social Security benefit is calculated using your 35 highest earning years. Uh, if you don't work at least 35 years, your non-working years are calculated as zero, which drives down your payment. Now, at the same time, if you work more than 35 years, a higher earning year will cancel out a lower earning year when your benefit is calculated. So again, plan to work at least 35 years, and if your career is longer than that, focus on bumping your yearly salary up as much as you can. Yeah. Well, that's obvious. So, And you mentioned focusing on increasing your salary there, uh, but it, there's a ceiling though, right? That's right. While pushing your yearly income as high as you can is always a good idea, when it comes to Social Security, there's a max amount of earnings that's subject to the Social Security tax and thus used for calculating your retirement benefit. And that amount is adjusted annually for inflation. So in 2022, earnings up to $147,000 are used to calculate your eventual payment. Anything north of $147,000 isn't taxed by Social Security and therefore won't be factoring in your monthly payment during retirement. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, I haven't read the article, so I'm not cheating when I say I'm sure Social Security's full retirement age is probably mentioned in there somewhere. <laughs> that That's for sure, Tony. And while it's true that you can begin collecting Social Security when you turn 62, you know, I urge the people I work with to think very carefully before enrolling at that age because it will mean a smaller monthly payment and your benefit will never go up, at least beyond inflationary adjustments. Now, currently, the full retirement age is 66 for anyone born between 1943 and 1954. From there, the full retirement nudges up in two-month increments for folks born in 1955 to 66 and 10 months for those born in 1959. Now, 67 is the full retirement age for anyone born in 1960 or after. Well, what's the latest somebody can actually file for Social Security then? Well, you know, as the U.S. News & World Report article explains, your monthly payment will continue to grow by about 8% a year after your full retirement age until you turn 70. So after you've hit that momentous birthday, there's no longer any financial benefit in waiting to file. So let's use real numbers to uh, illuminate this important point. Let's say you're eligible for a benefit of $1,000 a month when you turn 67. By waiting till age 70 to file, your benefit would rise to $1,240 a month. 
that higher amount is permanent for the rest of your life and also rises with inflation. Now, on the surface, an additional $240 a month may not sound like a ton of money, but for a lot of seniors, $240 can probably cover a nice percentage of their monthly grocery bill. Well, and and you noted at the top of the show that Social Security is critical for a lot of retirees, and I I assume that understanding when to enroll uh, can be nerve-wracking. It sounds like there are a lot of choices. Oh, that's very true, Tony. Uh, in fact, if, if you find yourself feeling confused or intimidated by Social Security, I urge you to go work closely with the financial services professional who has the skills and experience to confidently walk you through the entire Social Security process. In fact, it's never a bad idea to put an advocate in your corner. Well, sure. It's always good to work with somebody. You don't have to do it alone. Work with a financial services professional like yourself. Speaking of that, if our listeners have questions about this or want you to run that Social Security maximization report you have for them that'll show them the best time for them based on their situation to file, how can they get a hold of you to do that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, listeners can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or as always, you can call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. All right. That sounds good. Now, during the episode, you've been talking about some of the ways that we can boost our social security payments in retirement. And I think this has been a good one so far. Uh, Obviously, Social Security is a critical component of any retirement strategy for a lot of people out there. You know, absolutely, Tony. Uh, In fact, let's stick back with the U.S. News and we'll report article of 10 ways to increase uh, your Social Security payments just a little bit longer here. Uh, The article's next point of emphasis is claiming spousal payments, Uh, something we touched on briefly. In our uh, first segment, if you're married, you can take some simple steps to better ensure that you maximize your Social Security payments as a couple. Now, spouses may receive payments based on their own work record or as much as 50% of the higher earning spouse's record. Now, in this case, the lower earning spouse must sign up for spousal payments at their full retirement age to receive the 50% spousal payment. Now, the percentage of the spousal payment shrinks for those who begin benefits prior to their full retirement age. So if you were married for, let's say, a minimum of 10 years, you may also be able to claim Social Security based on an ex-spouse's work history as well, Tony. Well, yeah, and I think that spousal benefit is one that a lot of people don't know about uh, or know mm-hmm. much about anyway, uh, especially... It, regarding an ex-spouse if, if you've been divorced or separated. But boy, talk about something that could really make a big difference for a lot of people. Now, the article's next piece of advice is to make sure you're including your family. If you qualify for either Social Security retirement or disability and have dependent kids younger than 19, including biological children, stepchildren, or adopted children, you may be able to secure monthly Social Security payments for them that are worth up to one half of your full retirement benefit up to certain limits. Now, generally, qualifying children must be younger than 18 and unmarried. Full-time high school students no older than 19 or severely disabled prior to age 22. 
Additionally, a spouse who is caring for a dependent child younger than 16 may also qualify for additional payments. Once again, there's a limit in how much uh, family members can receive. Typically, that amount is 150% to 180% of the parent's full benefit amount. Right. And uh, you, nobody likes to think about not being around to care for the people they love, but knowing that Social Security will be there and that you've uh, used the right strategy uh, to not leave your spouse or loved ones in a bad situation at least financially, is hopefully going to provide some degree of comfort, right? Yes, for sure, definitely. Now, the next way to max out your monthly benefit, um, well, is to be careful about making too much money during retirement. In fact, if you enroll in Social Security prior to your full retirement age, but keep working, part of your benefit may be temporarily withheld. Now, Social Security recipients younger than the full retirement age who make more than $19,560 in 2022 will see $1 withheld for every $2 they earn beyond the limit. Now, the year a person reaches the full retirement age, the cap hits $51,960 and a penalty tumbles down to about $1 withheld for every $3 earned beyond that cap. Once you've reached your full retirement age, you can work and receive Social Security payments at the same time without any penalty, and your Social Security payment will be recalculated to give you credits for any payments that were withheld previously, as well as your continued earnings. Interesting. Well, that's important to note. Now, what about taxes? What about Social Security taxes? Oh, great one. You know what? Because you may have to pay taxes on part of your Social Security income during retirement. Minimizing how much you pay is definitely important when it comes to maximizing your monthly payments. <clears throat> Excuse me. Currently, if the total of your adjusted gross income, non-taxable interest, and half your Social Security benefit is more than $25,000 for individuals or $32,000 for couples, as much as 50% of your benefit may be taxable. Now, if your income sources hit $34,000 or more for individuals and $44,000 for couples, income taxes may be required on as much as 85% of your benefit. And remember, tax thresholds aren't adjusted annually for inflation. Mm. So, well, if anyone listening today was waiting for yet another good reason to meet with someone like yourself, Albert, (laughs) Uh, a financial services professional, I think you just gave them one. <laughs> yes, that's that's one a lot of people don't understand or realize is about the Social Security yeah. tax. Now, the next potentially powerful step is to maximize survivor's benefits. You know, when a spouse dies, the other may be eligible for survivor's benefits. More specifically, the surviving spouse may inherit the deceased spouse's Social Security payment if it's greater than their own current benefit. For example, if a husband receives a $2,000 a monthly or a month Social Security payment and his wife receives $1,500 each month, month, she may qualify to receive $2,000 a month after her husband's death. Now, perhaps the simplest way to boost the amount your spouse receives in the event of your death is to avoid filing for Social Security until, well, you've turned 70. Wow. Okay. So again, I I don't think anybody likes to think about their death, but at the same time, I think just about anyone would take comfort in the idea that 
you can take steps to ensure that your spouse or loved one has a larger monthly social security benefit should something happen to you, right? For sure, for sure. You know, and that's a that is a strategy that most people should be focused on. They always think about the now, but they also have to understand the later as well. Now, US News and World Report World Report also note that you should do all that you can to make sure your work counts. Um, and an easy way to do so is to establish a social security account, you know, on the administration's website using your name and social security number, and then downloading your complete earnings record. Um, really dig into it to make sure both your earnings history and the social security taxes you've paid are accurate. Uh, you can use your W-2s, tax returns, or even pay stubs to compare the numbers. Remember, your Social Security benefit is calculated using your earnings history, so it's essential to make sure that that history is accurate. Okay. Well, yeah, and that's great information. Uh, Once again, I I think this is a really good discussion, Uh, and uh, hopefully this conversation made people feel a little better about their own Social Security situation or uh, maybe getting a strategy in place. So what do you have for us next? Well, you know, Tony, I'd like to spend the rest of the show discussing 401k early withdrawal penalties, only because I recently had a client call me asking about this very topic. And as soon as I hung up the phone with that client, it occurred to me it's something worth mentioning, you know, on our show. So a U.S. News and Report article, another one, nine ways to avoid the 401k early withdrawal penalty penalty and other fees uh, can serve as a good foundation for our chat. So let's start with the basics. You know, if you take money out of your 401k before you're 59 and a half, you'll be slapped with a 10% early withdrawal penalty as well as income tax on the distribution. Now, if you're in the 24 percentile tax bracket, uh, a $5,000 early withdrawal will lead to $1,700 in penalties and taxes. So a couple of notes here. If you lose or quit your job at 55 or older, you won't get hit with that 10% penalty on withdrawals from the 401k that's linked to the job you most recently left. Wow. Okay. So $1,700 in penalties and taxes. Uh, That's a cold dose of reality for us, I guess. (laughs) Yes, it is. You know, and the next potential solution, well, is to not leave your job prior to becoming fully vested in your company's 401k plan. Remember, you can always keep what you've personally kicked into your 401k, but you can't hold on to your employer's contribution until you're fully vested. Now, while some companies do give immediate vesting on a 401k match, it's common for companies to require two or three years of service before you become fully vested. If you leave the company before that, the company match vanishes. Now, you should also be aware that some companies stipulate that you can keep a percentage of your 401k match that's determined by your years of service, but you may not get to keep the entire match unless you've been with the company for, let's say, a handful of years, often, you know, five or six. Oh, wow. Okay. If ever there was a time to read the fine print, I guess it's, (laughs) I guess it's the fine (laughs) print on the 401k. For sure. For sure. Now, 
Directly rolling over your 401k into a new account is another way you may be able to avoid some penalties. You know, when you roll your 401k balance to an IRA or let's say a different 401k, it's essential to transfer the money directly from your 401k to the custodian of the new account. Because of the check is made out directly to you, 20% of it will be withheld for income tax. And if you don't direct the entire amount, including the withheld 20% into a new retirement account within 60 days, any amount that's not rolled over will be considered a distribution. That means income tax and the early withdrawal penalty may be applicable. Mm. Wow. A 401k rollover, I guess, is another reason to work closely with a financial services professional <laughs> then. For sure. Uh, in fact, the next smart play may be to compare 401k loans to other borrowing options. But don't forget that even though they're commonly less severe than an early withdrawal, 401k loans do charge various fees. For example, many 401k loans come with origination, maintenance, and administrative fees. Um, additionally, if you leave your job, the loan's due date moves up. In fact, loans that aren't paid back within five years or shortly after you leave your job may trigger both income tax and the early withdrawal penalty. So if you're considering a loan, carefully weigh the terms of a potential 401k loan to other types of loans you may qualify for. Oh, I bet some of our listeners out there are wondering where required minimum distributions fit into all this or RMDs, <laughs> uh, m money you have to take out of your retirement yes. accounts at some point, right? Yeah. I mean, most importantly, you should recall that required minimum distributions on your 401k begin at age 72, unless you're still working for a company that you don't have any ownership in. And a penalty for missing a required minimum distribution is a whopping 50% of the amount that you should have withdrawn in addition to the regular income tax you owe on the distribution. So here's an example. If a person in their 24% income tax bracket misses a $5,000 401k distribution, they'll be starting at $3,700 in taxes and penalties. Mm. Yikes. Uh, not good then. $3,700 in taxes and penalties for missing a distribution is, uh, that's, that's a huge penalty. That's, that's <laughs> stunning. So the bottom yes. line is there, I guess, don't miss a distribution then. Definitely. They definitely want their taxes. That's for sure. So let's circle back to the idea of making sure you read the fine print, because I think it's very important when it comes to your 401k. Your 401k plan must send you a fee disclosure document every year. This document contains essential pieces of information about each investment option in your 401k plan, including the annual gross expense ratio of each fund within the plan. Now, the costs are listed as a percentage of the account balance and the dollar value of the fee for each $1,000 that's been invested in the fund. So your statement will also describe any additional fees associated with each fund or charges that you may face if you take certain actions. So your 401k fee disclosure statement provides you with an opportunity to easily figure out how much each fund's cost to own and if there is possibly a similar but lower cost fund available within the plan. 
Okay, so I think this has been a really great episode. A lot of information crammed into today's show, Albert, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? You know what? If you have any questions about maximizing your Social Security benefit or your 401k, I encourage you go visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or give my office a call at 586-752-7008. It is our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. And that does it for another episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.